Hey, hey, people of Earth, it's time to enter the spoilerverse via our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle with our hosts, John and Kenrick and Casey. Welcome to Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on spoilerverse.com. But if you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcatcher, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us and leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. Welcome back to Spoiler Country. I am Kenneth Regan. That right there is, I think he's right there. Maybe he's over there. I don't know. One of those with the hat on is Mr. Horsley. The very handsome man with glasses and the steely blue eyes that makes that I can't stop looking at because they look <laughs> almost like he's wearing contacts is Mr. <laughs> Allen. And of course, the jovial, amazing Mr. Sumner, as always. Greetings, greetings, people of another Wanda Vision, and we're going to talk about episode seven. Yep. Let's yeah, do this. The, the amazing episode seven. Yeah, the amazing episode seven. So did we see Photon? Yeah, I think yeah. we did. Right. Oh, I think we did. Yeah. I think we did, mate. Yeah, for sure. What is her somebody tell me her power set? Because I you know, I'll be honest, I am not familiar with Photon because you know, out of the thousands of Marvel characters, that's one I I know Monica Rambo as Captain Marvel. I don't know her as Photon. Uh she kind of. I mean, she kind of mirrors Captain Marvel in some ways because she was Captain Marvel in the comics, and then it's kind of yeah. modified. It's like the lame term. It's like light beams. You know, she's strong. And she, she has light beams. Was I mean, she I Captain Marvel or was she Miss Marvel? She was Captain Marvel. She was the second okay. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. And she was Captain Marvel for a while too, right? Yeah, all the eighties. About the eighties, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. about the eighties. Sure. That was the first uh, Captain Marvel that I knew, uh, yeah. just from me reading comics at the time. I wonder when they're gonna. I, I guess they have that in their back pocket when people get sick of Brie Larson being Captain Marvel. They can just mean they can just move her on over. <laughs> well, also, they're, they're very good at succession planning in Marvel, aren't they? Sorry, Casey. Didn't mean to oh no, no, no. I'm just saying I love how they, they carried the hair over because she had that hair in the 80s. Yeah. In in the comics. Yeah. And, and it's it's not exactly the same, but it kind of mirrors that that look that she had. What's but, the actress's name that's playing Monica? Do you, you guys even know off the top of her head? Let me let me look it up, but she she's we, fantastic. She does such a she's good fantastic. Job. She has let me this good is women sound weird. She has an amazing face. Oh no, she's brilliant actress. Sorry, guys. I was just uh, she's Turn to Paris, right? That's who plays her. Oh, that's right. That's right. Turn to yeah. Paris. Yeah. 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 Her uh, fa- um, her facial expressions and her I don't know. Her she has a very very pretty girl. So I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. What you know? Thing. It's just she has a very oh, unique study on. Yeah. But she is. She's she, yeah, she's very distinctive looking, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And just to flip back to the what's the power set? I was just doing. I was just. I was just trying to revise to remember what it is because I realized, yeah, 
I don't actually know. There are most heroes, and I've yeah. read a bunch of things that should be in most heroes. I'm like, yeah, I know what they do. And usually, when I can't do it, come when it doesn't come to me off the top of my head, it means that the power set is quite spectacularly ill-defined, which I think probably Photon is is a good example of this. But essentially, uh, Rambo can transform herself into any form of energy within the electromagnetic spectrum. And among the many energy forms she's assumed and is able to control are cosmic rays, gamma rays, X-rays, ultraviolet radiation, visible light electricity, infrared microwaves, radio waves, and neutrinos. And by assuming an energy form, she gains all of that energy's properties. And that, I would imagine, is when she becomes energized, because she's clearly had that transformation made yeah. by breaking yeah. the barrier of the hex a third time. When she first comes through and she's clearly her powers are in full bloom and she's got the bright blue glowing eyes, she's looking at the world in terms of, you know, electromagnetic waves, isn't she? Her normal vision only tunes back in when she, like, tunes her power back out. Right. You know, when you first see her looking around when she's come through the barrier, nothing looks normal to her, does it? It looks like... No, almost everything's like a, kind of cartoony. Like from a way. spectroscope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. but... But I think the thing, what the MCU's been traditionally good at doing is defining the limits of some of these powers when the comics have never really done a great job of doing it. Because I think Rambo's a classic classic example of somebody whose power set that different creative teams have fiddled with slightly. You know, right. so there's no, the reason it's difficult to go, oh, what are, what are our powers again? It's not like the Hulk, which is a very easy concept, right? Or Ant-Man, which is a very easy concept. You get a lot of like creative, twi- you know, twinking around with it. Yeah, so, right. so right. that being the case, you know, it's while, while it is fairly easy to explain, it's all about electromagnetic waves. The limits and 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 what of those powers and what those powers can do has changed a lot depending upon the creative team. Yeah, it all comes down. It's like Johnny once said to me, "We're we are we're having the old age old argument. If so and so and so and so are fighting, who wins?" And he he had the best line ever, and I and I think we've used it ever since. It's well, who's writing? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Who's I, writing I mean, that thing? I mean, there's great examples of Inside the Adventures of Superman TV show from the 50s with George Reeves, yeah. which is, unless you've grown up being a fan of that, by the way, is kind of difficult to watch for more than five or ten minutes because the title sequence is great. It's like many old shows, unless you have that intrinsic love for them because you grew up watching them. You watch them now, and of course, they, they move very slowly. And it's like watching Scooby-Doo. Every episode is exactly the same. Same thing happens time and time and time again. Except what they do occasionally in the adventures of Superman is they kind of give him a power of the week, which he uses in that one episode, and you never see him use it again, right? Or it's like suddenly in Superman, I think it's in Superman 2, the climax of Superman 2 are in the Fortress of Solitude. Superman starts whipping out all these things he can do with his costume. Like take his take his S logo cellophane thing, turn it what into a big like cellophane. So awful. What? Like what? what? Hang on, wait a Everybody minute. Everybody was like, "What is that? Yeah. What, what just happened?" Yeah. I mean, I'm all for suspending my disbelief, but just blatantly <laughs> making shit up, you know, just to get to the next point of the script. It's like that make, doesn't make any sense. Nobody's even batted an eyelid. What did you just do? Why have you never done that before or since? Why did you never even mention that you can do it? You know what I mean? <laughs> Now, was, was that a weird one? 
was that a Donner edition or did Donner want that in the movie to begin with? Because uh, I, there, there were two question. different directors on yeah. Superman. Two, now, right? that, now that's definitely 100% from the Richard Lester version of the movie, which, which by the way, has its strengths, yeah? But the, but the thing is, if you see the Donner cut, which I prefer, the problem with the Donner cut is the Donner cut's been, been essentially restored from existing footage, yeah? Right. And if Donner had gone on to shoot... Uh, Superman 2, he too would have included a different ending because they were shooting one and two back to back. And when they ultimately had to run out of money, had to focus just on one, they took the ending from two and made it the ending to one, right? Which is the which is Whoa. the equally ridiculous, by the way, flying around the world and turning time that. back. Yeah, no, I, I hated it too. It's nonsense, right? And a massive cop out. Oh, yeah, look, it never happened. You know, it, but it, that was going to be the ending to one was going to be the villains getting out of the phantom zone, right? And then that it was going to start, that was going to be a cliffhanger. And the ending to two was going to be turning back the world. And they took all of that work and stuck it into one. So when you watch the Donner cut of two, which I totally recommend, when you watch it, it just defaults to that original ending because he didn't shoot anything else. So rather than go with the Lester ending, he goes with the turning back time ending. Uh, and so it's a, it's not exact. It's a great viewing experience of Donner Cut, but it's not a perfect experience because it doesn't stand alone as its own movie. It can't do because it's using shit that's in the first film. Having said that, though, there are a handful of scenes that are in the Donner Cut that are, that are totally worth seeing. Not the least of which is the fact that. The Superman's identity reveal is much better in the Donner cut than in yeah. the Richard Lester cut, and uh, there's some great scenes of him and Marlon Brando as well meeting face to face, which they don't do in the original cuts of those movies. On that note, though, it's probably a good idea if we flip back to One Division. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's sorry, funny is we oh. talked about Johnny and I had Robert on Wednesday, yeah, or Thursday, Thursday, and we talked about One Division, and, and Robert had a bunch of. Uh, theories and it was just funny because we talked we ended up talking about superman 2 and the donner cut on that one as well <laughs> yeah. it's brilliant i love it it just keeps going no because we were talking about what is the snyder cut that's where that yeah, was from that one yeah. oh yeah. yeah yeah it was snyder cut. but robert did have some interesting takes on wandavision he did it's interesting thoughts which the episode's out so everyone to listen to it you can go listen to that that's a lot of fun but and his 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 theories aren't all debunked by his episode too they, they, some of them they could still be they could still be there you know what's oh, the biggest can, reveal can you can can give me a flavor of what he was saying essentially the the bulk of what he was saying is he thinks that it's not actually wanda or anybody else behind it it's partially vision or somebody controlling vision that's creating this this hex because the hex is more of a computer generated thing than being a magic having it hexagonal like that and being like uh yeah yeah okay interesting more more like you know vision or some or or the the director guy or ultron or somebody controlling everything behind the scenes but he uses some specific things that we saw that he feels are easter eggs yeah not easter eggs but hints of what's going on like when she says you're in when she looks at vision i think in the first episode maybe the second episode and she says you're in the driver's seat yeah you know, and, and he thinks like these are things that are happening that they're saying yeah. they're telling us what's happening without telling us what's happening. And like at the yeah. show, when he says the audience will believe whatever you tell them to believe because they don't because they don't understand the universe, stuff like that. Little yeah. tells that like Vision says he he may not know he's in control, but his creation is what kind of sparked all this. But I mean, with this, with this episode with the, the reveal of Agatha, which we all predicted, it kind of lends it to be more on that side of it, of that, that being the creation versus vision. But I still think that that the director and sword have some big part to do with the creation of this whole thing. 
Oh, 100 percent. Well, particularly there's the reveal about Hayward. Actually, before this ever started, he's working on a project to bring back the vision, which he hadn't told Rambo or any of the others about. That's what right. Cataract is. Cataract was a plan to reactivate the vision as like a sentient weapon. You know, so so this obviously has played a part in all of this coming about. And I guess that's part of what we'll see. Do you know, one of the things I really liked about the episode was that despite the fact that we, and just about any other Marvel fan who knows that stuff, had predicted that Agnes was going to be Agatha Harkness. Right, right. Even though I knew she was, I knew not deep down inside, but quite close to the surface that that's who she had to be. Right. Where, at the point where they made the reveal, it was still like, oh, wow. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> still like, it's emotionally it played out like a shock. You what did you think of that? whole ending the way they introduced her and they had all those cut scenes absolutely brilliant with, with the monster the the, the the confluence of like doing a kind of parallax view alan j packing the thing where you go back and see it from a different angle coupled yeah. with the title sequence of the monsters i just yeah. thought that was genius you know what i mean with a monster style theme tune i thought it's yeah i thought that was fucking phenomenal i yeah. loved it Dude, her, absolutely loved it her the, basement was crazy Right. Oh the, yeah. The reveal of when they, they that, that cutscene when they showed her on the on the uh, the grass and Pietro at the door and that. If you know, if I watched it, if you watched in the episode that Pietro comes in, if you look in the very far background, you can see her hand behind Pietro when he first shows up. Like they. Oh, all, absolutely brilliant! Out. Really. Yeah. That scene oh, there. Yeah, yeah. They actually shot that scene, and her hand is in the background, as you can see, it come, like blurry in the background, come up, and it's like there's interesting details in, in the scene on the show. Oh yeah, I, I mean, and I know that we keep on giving a Catherine Hanna her props, she but man, that. she was she amazing in this. She, she, it just in that in three minute sequence alone, she does so much, and she has so many different variations of Agatha, and she's leaning hard into the whole monsters, Adam's family vibe. Oh, it's just brilliant, you know. She's so yeah. good. Do you think now that we know she she's the one who brought in Quicksilver, that she's just messing with Wanda? Oh, by yes. having it be Evan Peters and not yeah. the original Pietro. That it's just a big mind, for lack of a better term, a big mind fuck. Like, like she could have deliberately plucked Evan Peters' Pietro from another from another aspect of the multiverse and put it in it. And then the thing yeah. is, that's really fucking with Wonder because, hey, it feels like my brother. It, it's not like he isn't Pietro. He's just not my Pietro, you know what I mean? Right, I, right. I mean, and it's got much more resonance than him just being a guy she's cast as him. And the fact yeah. that he really is him, so that when, you know, when Wanda's kind of, you know, contacting his mind or whatever, it's like, well, yeah, you are you are Pietro. So I think that's a much more powerful thing to do than it's just, oh, yeah, he happens to look like him. It's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a crazy episode. One of the things I can't wait to do is for the end of the season, for the season to be done and be able to watch it all the way through. Oh, I know. Yeah. Watch all the way in one, one, one swoop. Yeah, because I'm, right now I'm enjoying this, us talking about yeah, it and so being excited yeah. for next week because Netflix doesn't give you this. Yeah, this, this is, you know, right. yeah. You know who, who does give you this right now is HBO. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and DC has a chance to do the same kind of stuff of being sure. this for week sure. to week excitement for it, which I, I think it's kind of funny. We're coming full circle. Like, this is how it was. Like I remember when Dallas was on in the eighties Yeah, and you'd go to school and all the girls, not so much the guys, but all the girls would be talking about Dallas and you know, what was going on. And then you'd see all the commercials and who shot Jr. And, and it was a big deal, you know, and it was that excitement from week to week and giving something people to talk about or the stand when the miniseries, the stand came out, 
you know, how everything yeah. was happening and, and, you know, just all of this kind of stuff. It's kind of fun. And then in like 2010, you know, and everything just started becoming dropped on us. Well, it's all reality whole. TV too. Yeah. Uh, and the, Netflix yeah. kind of fed that binge feeling of it. I want to binge it all at once. I want to binge it all at once. And now Hulu and Disney Plus and, and HBO Max, they're all kind of keeping that old school style filming, not filming, but old school style scheduling. You know, yeah. and well, I think that's how you're building this excitement right now that you don't get, you don't get that. Well, it's better now too than it was like, honestly, like having to go watch a channel at a certain time when a show comes on always pissed me off. So I, 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 I hate having to schedule a timeout, but now I don't, I don't mind it's week to week. Actually, I love it because it builds the, it builds the anticipation. It's awesome. But the right. fact that on Friday, I can watch it anytime I want on Friday, you know, at yeah, 1 a.m. in the morning. Time. Yeah. You can, yeah. you can be watching WandaVision. Right. I mean, I watched it at, I was like, I got to get to sleep. It was Thursday night, went to bed, couldn't fall asleep, couldn't fall asleep, which I've been having a lot of issues with that like, like last three months. 3 a.m. comes around. And I'm just like, F it. And I just turned on WandaVision and I had already watched it before I even fell asleep to start my, na- my new day. I had to watch it again today when I got home from work. I, we had crazy weather this week and I had to miss a day of work. And that meant that I had to stay for like 12 hour days. And then I came in for a few hours this morning. I tried to watch it last night and I fell asleep. <laughs> and, um, so I watched it while I was having my coffee when I got home. And did y'all notice in Agatha's basement, the book? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That uh, is possibly the Darkhold. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, tried the Darkhold. That pretty cool. You see, th- that's yeah. so funny because the Darkhold is a series of books that was in the 90s. I love that whole thing. Yeah. Right? yeah. I got all in. I, I I mean, I dove deep, deep into that, that whole thing. I got all the midnight suns. I got everything. I was yes. reading that like crazy. And then they just kind of dropped it just right. Cause it wasn't oh. a real popular thing. Marvel just kind of dropped that whole series. Well, because of like the ghost Rider series and everything, like they yeah. were running on all cylinders for a little while. I can't think of the writer. I actually talked to him not long ago for the podcast, but he, uh, the guy that did Danny catch. Yes. Yeah. He did it's that. that period of time where like Johnny, 91. Johnny is like, uh, he's not the ghost rider and he's, uh, yeah. you know, supernatural investigator. Right. Yes. Right. And they, and they introduced Danny catch as the ghost rider. Yeah. Howard and Mackey. Howard Mackey. Yeah. 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 Howard Mackey. Matthew, and the yeah. like the villains for those books were freaking fantastic. Like crazy. Yes, like a skinner creeped the hell out of me when I because I was around that age where I could read a comic and get kind of creeped out. You must um, have been like 11, 10. Yeah, yeah. Like Skinner was like the big one of the big bads where he he got called back to he he had gone off, started his own life, had a family and kids and everything, but he had this secret past where he was a demon. And then he got called back to I don't uh, remember any of this. <laughs> oh, it was it was fucking brutal because he was like, Oh, I guess I'm gonna go be a demon again. And he murders his entire family in this comic made for children. So That's right. <laughs> yes. So that shit was off the chain. So knowing that they're kind of dipping their toes in like but it had a, type of supernatural stuff. It had an M on it. You look the at that book? book. Oh, for real? The book hasn't looks like it has an M on the front of the on the front of the book. 
Maybe it's the Mark Hold. Didn't catch that. Or maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's the Book of Mephisto. Well, did you guys catch it? They, they they did introduce Mephisto in this episode. Yeah, they, with, with the old flaw. scratch. Yep. The, they 100%, yeah, they 100% the Mephisto. He's in the show. But now, are they gonna? Is he? Are they gonna? Are they gonna reveal him fully in the show, or just a tease for later for later, later movies and stuff? Joe yeah, realize like he's the, the big bad for Doctor Strange. Yeah, maybe. Joe get the rabbit's name. No, Mr. Scratchy. No. Scratchy. Oh, yeah. Scratch. <laughs> is that is that what the rabbit's called, Mr. Scratchy? Yes. Oh, mate, that's, that's awesome. this is the biggest. That's the biggest signpost imaginable. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be a scabbers to Harry Potter type deal, isn't it? Yeah. Where he's gonna oh, have yeah. been in plain sight the whole time. Of course. Yeah. I think it, that's a really good call, Casey. And this is me totally being like. I totally missed that. The Marvel version of a QAnon idiot, but. Am I norm? Set yourself up as M tweeting crazy horseshit about Marvel, you know, 24 7. Yeah. But yeah, they're all, yeah, fucking Kevin Feige's on a flight with Trump now. They're both going to become oh the God. president of the world. Oh <laughs> It'd be funny as hell. <laughs> be Just awesome. blatantly making shit up, which let's face it, that's what those that's what those people do. I yeah. I, I dropped in the word people rather than the, the English word I was going to use then. And I thought, ah, oh, yeah, maybe I, we might not be that unfan from the, the the English C word. I yeah, like that's that right. Word. Yeah, word. me too. Yeah. So, yeah, I deploy all the time as the gents know. I just felt Cuts like a knife. Talked about one one division seven wasn't 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 the right time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Only in America is the c word so vile. Right. Oh, it's it's just ridiculous. I mean, there's there's there's, there's I'm I'm going to open up a whole can of worms, so I'm not going to go down the street. But there's another <laughs> word that you know every other nation in the world uses. Because, but you don't because it's a hot topic issue. And all I'll say is it ties around the issue of pro-life and pro-choice, right? In no other country in the world, in the developed world, is pro-life and pro-choice even a conversation. Yeah. Wow. yeah. It, it, it's just, you know, the, the real thing that that is, is just a legal medical process that's considered to be necessary. And everybody uses that word. Yeah, you know, to me, all the time. You know, nobody else. There's no other countries that say pro-life and pro-choice and have these weird kind of alternate <laughs> words for it. Do you know what Good. I mean? Yeah, uh, country for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but by the way, by the way, so is the UK. So I'm not trying yeah. to say that things are okay here. You know, as you know, without sounding like a broken record, all I'll say is we've got a royal family, right? <laughs> you know, so you know, that's all you need to know about how sensible the UK is. <laughs> yeah. So circling back to last week, yeah, as, as a callback, we start. I started off this episode and starts off with Wanda in bed. She goes in and her kids are up and kind of fighting and she immediately goes before really saying anything to anybody else pours her own self a bowl of cereal and my wife got a whole lot out of that <laughs> she said i told you that bitch was tired <laughs> so that's she, she was feeling it that's funny yeah uh, now that was great and, and also i i, I basically we haven't really t- touched upon it, but I, I, I yet we, I love the whole modern family touches, yeah, you know, yes. and the subtle nods. There was that great moment where where Vision has that, you know, Jim from the Office moment, just looking at the camera. You know, there's a point where something happens when he's in, you know, thinking about something or he's in the truck with Darcy, and he just looks at the camera with that kind of like look. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just brilliant. 
Yeah, really like, good. Everybody's like, what am I doing? What am, why am I talking yeah. to you? And just flies away. Yeah. yeah. That <laughs> is kind of funny. George is like, just leave me here. Okay. <laughs> On the intro, there was a, you know, you kept seeing different variations of Wanda during their their introduction, like the, the theme. There was a, it only showed it for like two seconds, said there was a message that said something like, we know what you're doing, Wanda. Like hidden in between all the different flashes of, of Wanda. I thought that was interesting. And I then when she's being like the face to face interview with the camera and she, th- that voice speaks up. Yeah. Yeah. It says something like, is, do you think this happened because you deserve it or something like yeah. that? That w- was that her conscience or was that, was that Agatha fucking with her? That was that. Well, according, according to the, the, the reveal of Agatha, it was Agatha. She was sitting there. At the, at the yeah, she yeah. was sat behind the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly right. That was That's wild. I really, I dug that. What, did you guys what do you think was happening with the breakdown of the hex and the things changing and and like, you know, the kids I, playing I, the video I, game I, I, turns I, all the way I back into the, cards and you think I that's think the hex such breaking a good down? Point. I, well, I thought it, I thought it took to be I took that to be wonders with the extension of the hex. She just doesn't have a control over it that she did when yeah. she kept it to a relatively small field. So now that yeah. she's projected that much wider, it takes a lot of energy, which is why she's tired. By the way, she's knackered because she's she's exerting all that energy over the hex field. Which is also a callback to the comics because when uh, in the comics when yeah, I think it's in the Scarlet the Scarlet Witch and Vision series in the eighties when she has the, she manifests the kids for the first time, Billy and Tommy, and Agatha's the babysitter. There's the whole part where she gets when her power gets expressed too much, the babies just disappear. And the thing things just because they're just they're just visions of just made them up. And yeah. um, I don't know if they're doing that in the show here, but you know, as they disappear probably because Agatha made them go somewhere. But other things are changing because their powers are being stretched, which is a callback to like the old comics when your powers get stretched too much things she can't control it yeah is that also like in in the same storyline where they become baby hands yeah it is you know yeah, what i'm talking about the guy with the, the babies his arms are baby hands which is like the weirdest thing ever <laughs> it's <a> thing. <laughs> it, when, when you in the comics i can't remember what series it might be house of m or it might be before i'm not quite 100 sure one of them when she hurt when she loses her kids and they die and she she's going she's in the throes of guilt and she's in the throes of depression she whispers no more mutants Toss all it. the mutants are gone okay i'm wondering if this is how they're going to bring in all the mutants because she's her. going to say something or she's going to produce something to say you know it's like bringing her kids in is is the catalyst for creating all these mutants well, if her if her kids are real, they're technically the first mutants because they're born with powers, right? So they they would be the first mutants if they're if they're not just magical, you know. But they seem they seem to be real. I think Agatha is hiding them somewhere. So, well, well it's going to be difficult. I mean, I, I guess they're the first mutants in the world in the current universe. Yeah, but we can't forget because at some point they're going to do apocalypse correctly. Hopefully, not Mighty Morphin Power Ranger style. <laughs> that was so awful. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and and he's and at that point, if they do him, then he's gonna be have been there forever, you know. So it's gonna be an interesting, interesting thing. I, I I'm curious how they're gonna 
Well, they're, <clears> gonna, <throat> they're, gonna, they're gonna merge the worlds, and there's gonna be it's gonna be to where everybody the the mutants are just gonna be there, right? Because they're, gonna, they're yeah. gonna merge the worlds, right? I think yeah. after Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, it's gonna be that the mutants are just are there, are part of the world, and they've always been there because of this merging of universes that's gonna happen, and it's gonna be we're gonna know that hey, that you didn't used to be there, but in the world of the MCU, there's gonna be mutants who have been there for you know ever, and it's just gonna be part of the world now because it's gonna be the whole merging of the universe. Do you guys like that they've taken uh, Wanda away from being a, um, a mutant? Now she's not. No, it, but it'll it'll fluctuate. I'm sure. Again, even in the TV shows and movies, because it's done that in the comics so many different times. I mean, right. but she was a mutant in the comics for a really long time, up until Fox. Yeah, yeah, and it's just. Yeah. Go ahead, K- Casey. You look like. Are you raising your hand? Is that what you're doing? Are we in grade yeah. school? No, well, Casey's, introdu- <laughs> Casey's introducing his questions by by raising his hand, which I actually think is a is a brilliant like thing all, to do. Like, yeah. like a like a press. <laughs> no, no. I, I wanted to say one of you guys had a point earlier about I think John said something about merging the the commercial this week Nexus. was for Nexus, which brings to mind the Nexus of all realities in the comics. Yep. So, are are they? You know spoon feeding us like hey this is gonna happen or is it just like a, you think that stuff is just callback for the fans or they're going like no oh, buddy we're gonna get into some and if that's the case are we going to get man thing yeah, gonna get a giant size man thing up in here well i mean i think so. <laughs> if they're doing nexus all realities and, they're, and if they're positioning to wanted to be a nexus being like she is in the comics where there's only you know one nexus being pre-universe and that that leads into the creation of man thing. Uh, I think. I mean, it's not a far stretch to think that down the road we're going to get a man thing, which would be cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put my uh, cards on the table here and go tell you that I absolutely don't care if man thing appears in the MCU or not. <laughs> I literally literally couldn't could not care less. It, it, I, you, I hadn't thought about this till you mentioned the words, but I realised, yeah, you, you might just have found my least favourite Marvel character. <laughs> <laughs> One that I spectacularly don't I mean, care about. Swamp yeah. Thing it's, did it better. So yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's Swamp Thing. I, and here's the thing, right? Check this out. This is fucking heresy. But I don't really like Swamp Thing that much. I, I just don't think I'm really into, <laughs> like, you know, kind of, <laughs> you know, kind of swamp-based, you know, alternative consciousness is coming Al- to life. Alan Moore didn't start worshipping eight, Hundred year old Greek gods for you to be lukewarm on Swamp Thing. Oh, that's right. Come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm such a he fan of his a as well. I'm such a fan of his as well. But yeah, I, I, I'm not a massive fan. Certainly not a massive fan of, of of Man Thing. And you know, while we're on to kind of like superhero Marvel DC heresy, I'll mention a few other things. I I, I don't actually. I am not at all bothered by the fact that Wanda and Pietro and whoever wasn't identified as mutants because. For me, as an yeah. old school, as an old school Marvel fan, I used to love the X Men when it was the X Men. When the X Men became a universe within the Marvel universe, right. I, 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 at a certain point, when they became as big as they are, I read every X Men comic there was. This is probably in the early eighties, you know. So once it once it's you know Claremont and and Burn, Burn. and then all that it's Claremont and Cockrum. I read all of those books, right? But once it started to massively expand into that multi-level ongoing soap opera that it is to this day, I just kind of stopped caring about it. And for me, yeah, kind of it's my, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's only my opinion, but it sat, it's creatively very different, but it sat in the same space as why I don't like reading the Legion of Superheroes either. 
you know, to me, and it's like, oh man, you know, it's just that it's too big for me. I, I'd rather see like per damn stories. I love the connectivity in the universe, but something I'm not into is crossover books, right? There are very few of the big crossovers that I've actually read all of and really enjoyed because I just don't like the way that within the books that you follow, the narrative which you may be loving kind of gets dragged to a halt or has to fit into that overarching narrative. So I, I love Brubaker's Captain America, for example, but there's a whole sequence of it which gets dragged into the whole Civil War thing. And I think it might be good for Civil War, but it wasn't good for the story he was trying to tell. You know what I mean? So, so anyway, that's a very kind of long involved way of saying that. I just don't care whether whether one personally whether wonders are, are mutant or not i just mm. i want wonder to be used really interestingly which is currently definitely what they're doing yeah, however yeah. it works out wonder be it's wonder. very interesting yeah yeah and that that the what you brought up about the x-men as them you know being so big in the marvel universe and having yeah. their own little thing that was one reason I wasn't really bothered that they weren't part originally part of the MCU because it was there's so Did, much didn't need to in their stories. Yeah, we didn't need. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. No, that, that's right. And do you remember there was a period of time in the uh, in the late eighties where um, they essentially oh. developed a whole Punisher universe as well. So Punisher became very very successful once yeah. uh, editor Carl Potts and uh, author Stephen Grant recreated it. And then you have all those great stories that are, are written by like Mike Barron and guys like this. This is before uh, Chuck Dixon, Ryan. Yeah. Barron Dixon, both Board of whom are incredibly right wing guys, by the way, these days, but uh, you know, like, you know, if you want QAnon, you want to look at what thought? they write. Yeah, I, know, so I, wonder where the, I wonder where the clues were, you know, <laughs> and, but once they widen that, you know, punish the universe. So it's like four books or something. Yeah. They write these, entertaining stories of of a maniac maniac fascist is going around and cheating people to death <laughs> you know apparently these guys are quite right wing you know i hear <laughs> Dude, punisher is hardcore too man because you'll yeah. read it and there'll be like scenes of just torture and rape and just it's oh yeah it's insane it's oh insane. fuck it's heavy i mean one of the reasons that i actually prefer the uh, the garth ennis iteration is because it's that's a black comedy right from the get-go he he's a guy he's a guy who's not right-wing writing about very right-wing things and finding it amusing right. kind of like the guys yeah. who write about judge dread the whole idea is just a joke right so yes. hit casey yeah no 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 I, I was saying garth ennis knows the the like i think the the guys from the 80s like chuck dixon and baron all those they were like this guy is doing what needs to be done. And Garth Ennis is like, fuck this guy. This guy is a fucking terrible person. And he's going out there. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He he was written by Ennis, not as a hero, but as somebody yeah. who is deeply damaged. Well, there's a, there's Which, by the way, that's the way that Conway created him. That's what yeah. he is. When, yes. That's Conway's vision of, of who the Punisher is. We had that Conway. was the whole idea. Casey asked Conway when he was on about his feelings with everybody kind of using the Punisher symbol as an icon, like on their truck and on their, you know, yeah. on their shirts, but they're not wearing it. Like I'm a Marvel fan and I'm a fan of these characters. They're using it as I believe in what this guy is doing. Oh, yeah, and Jared's like, like this a, is I am a fascist completely punch, right? off of what right. that is supposed right. to be. Yeah. This yeah, one hundred percent, mate. Yeah, one hundred percent. He's supposed to be a commentary on the extremity of that. He's not yeah. supposed to be a standard burr for the extremity of that. That's a very different thing. Yeah, 
I don't think some of those guys that that are using that symbol understand that. They don't. I, I would say I don't think any of them do. You know, I, I don't think you'll stop any of those cops or soldiers who are wearing Punisher, wearing Punisher emblems. You go, what's that about? And they go, oh, yeah, and I'm just being gloriously ironic. You know, I yeah. read this and then I read a copy of the Ragged Trousered Philanthropist. You know, and then, uh, you know, I, I think about Karl Marx for a few seconds. Then, you know, obviously, <laughs> I'm reading the Punisher over. and then I'm flipping up my book of Cat 22. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I go back to the battalion headquarters and get deployed. You know? <laughs> That's absolutely not the conversation these guys. Are oh having. my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> the, the cops, yeah, the cops wearing the the Punisher shields. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they like roll around the cop car listening to like Screwdriver or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Like before they before they start deep. before they start taking drugs and fucking each other as well. You know, yeah. you got to remember that. <laughs> Like, just like jerking each other off to like you know punish the comics while like snorting cocaine in the back of the paddy wagon you know to me like, going out this is fucking... taking a hard right man <laughs> to be clear the c word is too hardcore for this podcast but that's not <laughs> all right oh, your cunts are funny yeah <laughs> and explicit <laughs> oh god Oh, so WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you guys are making me cough. I'm laughing so hard. What do you think's happening next episode? Because this is a huge switch. This changes the tone and everything in the show. Do we it, think we start seeing the breakdown of the hex more? Or you think it's done? Like, Casey, I know you've got something to say about this. No, no, I was going to ask, how many more do we have? Do we We just two have two? Two more. Two more. So we're going to have to get some answers. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Soon. Am I right in thinking that the final one is a bit longer than the others? Is that right? Have I heard I hope so. God, I hope so. It's like an hour or something. This one um, felt so short. Yeah, it felt. I mean, it does feel really short because it, it's like the it's like the experience you have. If you have like a favorite network show, but you watch it on a streaming platform, like I think I mentioned it before, I'm a big fan of SVU. But when you yeah. watch SVU on streaming, you realize every episode is only 42 minutes long. And actually, you burn through them really, really quickly, really yeah. quickly. And it's like, with this being essentially a half-hour show, but it has massively long credits, you're really only getting about 25 minutes of content in each episode. And you're oh, yeah. just desperate for more. And did you see that meme about, I've figured out who the real arch villain is in one division? Yeah. It's no. this title card. And, oh, and it is God, a yeah. screenshot of the title card that says, please stay tuned or whatever. Because yep. everybody sees that and goes, oh, fuck. Oh, God. It always comes in time. Like, no, this, it's just getting really good. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. why, why is that title? Why is the end credit so freaking long on this show? I, it goes on forever. It yeah. drives me nuts. Because then the mid-credit scene. I'm thinking, oh no, I got to make sure there's not another scene. And they and they and they do that stupid freaking scene. They'll do the they'll, they'll do a little bit of the credits, and then they'll do a scene, and then they have this 30 minute long credit thing going on. And you're thinking, super long, could be another scene. Yeah. So you sit there, or you try to fast forward it, and then and then in my mind, it's like, well, the scene might be 10 seconds, so I might not see it in the fast forward. Yeah. In the in the preview during fast forward, so I don't want to do that. And then I'm sitting there for nothing. Literally nothing. Has there been mid credit after credit scenes in every episode? I don't no. think there has. No. Well, there's one, I, I, I'm, there's I'm certainly hoping that was the only one because it's the only one I watched. Yeah, that's for no, there, sure. There's the one. Wasn't there one? Wasn't yeah. there one last week too? I like in the scene, so. like a mid credit scene. I just know this week had Pietro in it to show he's still there, but I didn't. I, yeah. I didn't know there was any of them. In any I saw them. Wait, 
Do I have to go back and watch all these things again? <laughs> Johnny, that is exactly Johnny, yeah, what you got to do that, that and you can report back. Let us know. Oh, thanks. thanks. My favorite line from 30 Rock, where um, Tracy Jordan, Tracy Morgan, his his character says, I just realized what the, the ending of The Sixth Sense, the names are the people that worked on the movie. <laughs> not wrong not wrong no <laughs> very perceptive so i bet you know what do you guys what do you guys think happens next like because we now know that agnes is agatha she's she's revealed herself to wanda is she going to reveal is wanda actually controlling things or is agnes like uh it, it hints that she's pulling the strings behind it but like what's going to happen in the last two episodes this next episode i, I think we're going to see agnes as is I think Agnes is doing some things, but I think at the end of the day, she's a handler. Yeah. I don't think she's anything more than just a handler to make sure that things run the way they're supposed to run for Wanda. And I I think the thing is for Wanda um, or like she's working for Wanda or like, no, no, no. When I say for Wanda, I'm just saying that things happen the way they need things to happen for Wanda. She's there to massage the narrative in a certain way. Yeah, exactly. She's a handler. Yeah, I think I think that's exactly right. I, I think the other thing is it's Agatha Harkness has spent a lot of her time in in the Marvel universe actually being like a, either a positive influence, which she certainly always was in the Fantastic Four, or an ally of some kind. Right? It's entirely it's not beyond the realms of possibility that while they've set her up being evil and whatnot in that brilliant you know Agatha right. all along title sequence, it could be that they're going to pivot at some point. You know, before the show ends, and she either redeems herself or you know actually comes comes out of the closet as actually being some kind of good guy, or like a representative of Doctor Strange. You know, who's been like a you know a, like deep she's cover agent all along. Yeah. yeah, she's 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 Mister Snape. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like Snape, exactly. Yeah. But yep. by the way, I don't. We've ever talked about this, but something else that crossed my mind. Maybe we ha- maybe it had come up, but in all our predictions about well, she's definitely going to be Agatha Harkness. Do you know something that only struck me in this episode? Hmm. It's that the name Agnes is in fact, you know, the first two letters of Agatha Harkness and the last three letters of Agatha Harkness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Agnes is like the beginning and the end of that name. Just put oh together. yeah, Did not catch that at all. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. no, I I just thought about it. It, it just struck, but it's clearly super deliberate, like Isn't it is. That like, that's, a, that's like a Stanley thing, though, right? Peter, it's Parker. like a, it's like a massive clue. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, well, none of us ever talked about. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> just staring us in the face the whole time. Yeah. I was saying, Casey, that uh, that actually, what I realised, I guess, because English is my thing, right? And I like words and whatnot. When I was thinking about it, it's that it's not that this is rocket science, by the way. I'm saying something's obvious we didn't realise beforehand. <laughs> Is that Agnes is made up of the first two letters and the uh, last three letters Harkness. of yeah. Agatha yeah. Harkness? It's so a portmanteau. Harkness, Agnes. Yeah, yeah. It's the portmanteau. He's yeah, like, yeah. No, I knew that, guys. Yeah, <laughs> he's it's like, the, yeah, guy. Yeah, that. yeah. And it's like the portmanteau. Here we are before it. Casey get back. We're all like, oh my god, we totally didn't, totally missed that. So, and Casey's like, yeah, like, yeah, like, like, the, like the hidden illustrations in Mad Magazine. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, do you think? Do you think that next episode's going to? Is it going to like fall back to a trope to start out with to kind of throw us off, or is it going to pick up right where it left off with Agatha and uh, Wanda in the in the dungeon? Like, and there's going to be a battle or something going on. Excellent question. I think the only place you could possibly go, by the way, correct me if I'm wrong, for if you're going to do another comedy, 
be, would maybe to be to go down the Big Bang Theory route. I can't really see that there's anything left that works within the timeframes. Uh, once they've got up to Modern Family, they're not going to do The Office because the Modern because the Office is mainly the same thing as is Parks and Rec. So what is yeah. left for them to do? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. No. <laughs> <laughs> hour long. The ultimate comedy. Game of <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think the Big Bang Theory is about the only thing oh God, really left. No. <laughs> but they might just step away from doing it. Or maybe week. Sabrina, the teenage witch. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 potentially a good one, I think. Because we're yeah. all we're yeah, because they could go for the the current version of Sabrina. The Ventures, because it's yeah. so good. <laughs> but I mean, you, you, I think you're at a point where it's all about to blow up because you know once once Vision kind of went, hey, actually, what am I doing? Just sat here. I'm just going to fly. Over. Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. You don't see how that resolves itself. So no. presumably that reveal is going to get made. You've got the Rambo second Pietro thing going on, and Vision's going to turn up any second. So it's all going to blow apart, right? Yeah. Well, and Darcy, and what's Darcy doing? You know, she's on her way there. Yeah. yeah. She and she has right. a dog stand now. Is, yeah. With Darcy now having her mind back to herself. Yeah. Because Vision helped her do that. Is she going to be the catalyst to bring down the hex within? Yeah. You'd have to think the answer was probably, particularly if it turns out to be a scientific rather than a magical phenomenon, as you guys are positing. If it's a bit of a Mandelbrot kind of deal, where it's all about code and whatnot, and you know patterns. Well, and she yeah. still she still talks about bringing in her the the aerospace engineer that she knows or whatever. And we haven't had they talked about it a couple yeah. of times, and it's that we have we haven't had that reveal yet of who she was talking about or or if they're on their way or who or if that's going to happen. So there's still. The, there's still the idea of, of this person she was talking about coming in at you know on the outside to and maybe making a connection with her so they have like that in and out again between Darcy and whoever this person is. Yeah. yeah. And we can't can't forget. Oh, wait a minute. The, uh, Sorry guys. It couldn't be what is what is Jane Foster in the MCU? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What is she? Could it be I mean it could she's literally be, be Jane Foster. She's, could be. she's gonna well, be in she's gonna she's be, gonna be in, Thor. in Yeah, she's, she's gonna, gonna be, be in Love and Thunder, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. Um, Natalie so Portman is coming back. They had the whole press conference and she has the hammer. And one yeah. of the things she that, that made her want to come back was the fact that they're going to do the whole, what was, he, Lady who was the writer's name that made her Jason Aaron. Made, huh? Jason Aaron. Yes. Yeah. They're going to do the, From they're going to do the Jason Aaron storyline. Well, at least base the Thor stuff on the Jason Aaron storyline, which I think was, was great. I, 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 Thor went into depression. He didn't think he was worthy enough anymore. The hammer wouldn't let him pick it up because of this. Yeah. And she picks it up and, and becomes. I still think they missed a Thor. huge opportunity with Thor because they're going to have Jane Foster Thor in there. They're talking about having like Frog Thor and other, other Thors in there. They should have yeah. called it Thor Four More Thors because they missed a huge opportunity <laughs> with the name there. Thor Four More Thors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thor Four, Four More Thors. Oh my God. That's a mouthful. <laughs> that should have been, been the name. But whatever. I don't want him to do the frog Thor. I got to be honest, Ben. I never reading that was always just so. That would be amazing if they did frog Thor. <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> they could do it. They could do it Spider Ham style and just yeah. have be a relatively small cameo, I guess. Yeah. Or even like because they have the Peter what Porter. if show. I mean, they could they could even do it in that. Yeah. That would be amazing to see some of the stuff from Simonson's run, like yeah. like that, like the little stories like that, because it was just one issue where he was a frog, I think, right? Like one, I think it was one, maybe two issues, and he came back to it. But it, it was it was a good yeah. issue. It, it was fun. it was amazing. <laughs> well, Beta Ray Bill, when's, yeah, you know, when he's Beta Ray Bill up. is a good one. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
That would I be. Think, I, I, I just I think he's that. like Simonson all the way, isn't he? Better, Bill. Yeah. Yes. I have heard rumors he's going to be in Love and Thunder, at least in some way. But I hope so because it'd be cool to see. Well, they showed they showed his effigy in in Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's right there. I mean, it, it's he's definitely in the universe at some yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I go back to my question: Do you think we're going to get the Mephisto, the full Mephisto reveal in this episode or, or this season, or is that going to be something in like a future movie? Did you ask that question? We answered that. Nobody answered it. We just said, yeah, then we moved yeah, on. Yeah, we did. I, I said that we might get some kind of reveal, but I think he's going to be the big bad in, in Doctor Strange. Okay. What so, if he so, is... but, but your point is, are we going to get full-blown Mephisto? Yeah. Or right are we going to get just, you know, because where he's going to be massive, he's going to be hugely tall, and he's going to be the full Satan. That's yeah. what I'd hope for. You know, that's what, how I'd hope to see him. He looks like yeah. Alice Cooper in the comic books, yeah. but with well, red. What it, what if he's Pietro and we just don't know it? Could be. Yeah, could be. Could be. Uh, I, 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 I love your Mr. Scratchy option, though, mate. I think that's yeah. one I'm <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's more. I think that's, yeah, I think that's more right one. on. I, I missed that whole. So did I. I, I, missed that. I missed his name. Yeah. I actually, I, I hope they don't do any kind of. I hope what we've seen in this episode is all we really see in Mephisto, except for like maybe a name drop. And they don't like, he doesn't show up in the series. I hope he's like, it's like. They mentioned he's part of it or whatever, but don't like bring him in at the last minute because it'd be great for them to build up to the show and then how he, then he shows up in Doctor Strange and it's like ties in because Juan is going to be in that movie too. It'd be, it'd be a good tie in. Yeah, that'd be right. I want him to show him. <laughs> well, show I want to see him. I, I that I never like it when they they tease something and then you got to wait fifty years to see the 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 culmination of it. That drives me nuts. That's the entire no, I wanna, you. That's the I wanna, entire I wanna, you. I want to see it. I want to. I want to see if it's Mephisto because he's. He's such an interesting character because they didn't want to use the name Satan, even though they had that whole comic book, Son of yeah. Satan, which was weird. But they didn't want to have the whole hell concept associated with them as as much as they wanted to use it, you know? Yeah. So they created Mephisto, and he's an which interesting is- character. He's had a lot of he's his 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 intertwining and his his messing with people has had a lot of variations in the comic books so it's it's going to be interesting i i'm excited if it is mephisto let's put it that way and now with the casey saying dark hold on that book you know now it's like well shoot you know is it that or i kind of want to go back now because i think there's an m on that book though so given that mephisto is you know short from mephistopheles who is one of the characters in Faust could this have a you know a Faustian ending? That'd be interesting. Where who's going to sell their soul? How how do we know that you know it hasn't already happened? Yeah, and right. this is just. I'm, I mean, yeah. that's exactly what drives the whole piece of Mary Jane divorce, isn't it? That's a Faustian bargain. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Once you want to use a character that's blatantly called called that, you know, you can open up all those, you know. Possible uses, I I think you're right. By by the way, Kenrick, I think if if they are going, if if Mephisto does appear, I do, would really like him to be fully revealed as Mephisto, because yeah. I don't know if uh, a show that I quite liked. I don't know if you boys have watched it. it was Teen was Titans, right? DC's Titans. Yep. But I I re I really enjoyed that show. But in season one, I didn't like the fact that when Trigon turned up, he's just a guy in a business suit like you yep. would find in the show like charmed right you you see his demon hand for a second and in in season two you do get to see 
you get to see what he looks like. But you get all this kind of mapping through the portal where it's like, oh, my God, this is what he really looks like. But when he comes through the door, you only get the lightest hint of it, and then he's just a regular guy. Yeah? yeah. I really hope – I can't see because of that the – I can't see WandaVision going down that same route because, you know, DC's Titans on a much lower budget has already done that kind of reveal where you don't – it's half R. So I think they'll either reveal him or they won't. Uh, my guess is if they do reveal him, it will be him, full-blown Mephisto. Yeah. Well, the same way they revealed full full blown Thanos years before he was ever in the narrative. Do you know? What yeah, I, mean? I think you're right too. I think budget does come down to it. And if this and this is the catalyst to jumping off was it, is it Phase Four that we're that we're getting yeah. into? And then if this is the catalyst to, to our Phase Four jump off, then I don't think you hold any punches. No, I don't. I don't think you sit there and because that you're I I, I that does, that is kind of boring to have. That, that that's low that's working around and trying to do the character development and, and working around that budget constraints when you have somebody walk through and they're just wearing a three-piece suit and doing that classic look i'm the devil so i'm wearing yeah. this nice the style performance is good looking bloke in the dark suit yeah it's yeah, really it's, well tailored you know yeah exactly so it, i think it, having it be the full visual effect of who mephisto is and they don't even have to do it in the re- they can have in, in a different realm you know you know, I, I, there was something I wanted to bring up, actually. And I'm sorry if I could give me one second. I, I had this interesting article I read just the last night. This is when Kenrick comes back on screen and he's completely naked. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the he's, he's, wait. he's doing yeah. the tuck, though. He's doing the tuck. Like, yeah, um, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. The Silence you're of the Lamb style. Yeah, so you, you're listening to this on the podcast, but we're doing it as a as a video call so we can see each other. But Kenrick's just silenced his camera for very strange reasons. Maybe he's revisiting that whole whole cops with the like Punisher emblems <laughs> conversation. Maybe doing the maybe fruit cops just drove past. <laughs> oh, come on! You get no, it back there. <laughs> Great sound effects, though, mate. You're totally, <laughs> totally, totally selling what we're talking about. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, god dang it. I can't <laughs> seem uh, why, why you have tassels on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I just totally did? I just totally made the, the motion to swing my tassel with my titty. <laughs> is is that baloney or is that your oh my god, your nipples are huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta tell y'all a story real quick while Ken's doing this, right? Okay, so I used to work for a medical company and we would go to people's houses and I would set up medical oxygen for people. I was at this house. There's this little redneck kid that was like following me back and forth to the truck as I was getting the supplies for his grandma. Right. So he was kind of annoying, but it was, you know, it was cute little redneck kid. He was wearing a pair of shorts, no shoes, you know, his bare feet and his fat little tummy was hanging out because he didn't have a shirt on. (laughs) So he was just kind of asking me questions and stuff. And finally I heard his mom call him into the other room and said, David time for dinner. So, you know, little David goes out and I was like, thank God this kid is finally gone. I can do what I need to do to get out of here. Cause I was out in the middle of nowhere. I was in deliverance country. I was way out in the sticks. Um, and five minutes later, David comes back in. They had, they had had like, cheeseburgers for dinner apparently and i know it was cheeseburgers because david comes in with a piece of cheese slapped on his tit right here 
the piece of cheese slapped on his tit right here. And very casually peeling the cheese off and eating it as he's talking to me, like it's the most natural thing in the world. Like, of course, <laughs> I, why would I not slap this piece of square cheese on my tit and eat it off yeah, somewhere? The child gave me a strip cheese. <laughs> and it I swear to God this happened. I I packed up, I got everything done. I ran to the the truck and immediately called my wife because I was about to die. I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> Who does that? Only in the South, Casey. Did you ask your wife for only in the South? Yeah, yeah. It's like the only did you, thing. Did you say to your missus, I've already eaten, but I'm bringing home dinner for you? <laughs> oh my gosh this kid don't know it was Hold the, the strangest like that is a future psychopath in the making like he's just like i don't know man what what are you doing all day just peeling cheese off of his fat little boy titties and yeah that's wrong on so many levels man yep. oh my god that is yep. just we might need to cut this part <laughs> oh it's staying in okay Okay, so I read this interesting article. I think I found it. It's on Screen Rants, and it's just basically talks about the different people that could be Mephisto. Nope, this isn't the right one. Damn it! You know what? Forget it. I'm just, I'm just done. <laughs> I'm just done. I can't find it. I'm back. I put my clothes back on. I take the tassels <laughs> off. We're good. <laughs> I should have just printed it out and had it paper style because God dang it. I saved it and everything on my phone. But for some reason, it's going, you don't have an app that can open this. I'm like, it was a freaking website. <laughs> Your shirt's on backwards now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that cough in the back here. So next week, WandaVision. What WandaVision 8 next week. Yep. And Vision is flying around. Where is Vision going? What What, what are we going to see? Going he's going to Wanda. He's got to be going home. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to Wanda, yeah. which he's not going to find her there because she's at Agatha's house. But he's kind yeah. of tuned into her anyway, isn't he? I mean, he can find yeah. her pretty. It's like, you know, when he, he snaps into consciousness, he's like, hang on. You know, why am I sitting here? I could just go and, you know, and, yeah. you know, he automatically phases through the roof of the van. You know, it's like he's in full control of himself in that moment. When he's making those realizations, is do you think he, his brain is, is, his synapses are starting to repair themselves. And that's what's happening is we're seeing him going oh. another clue, another thing. Well, another. I think that's, that's certainly possible, mate. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the thing that they never thought, you know, because the, the, uh, the implication in infinity war was that they might be able to, you know, free vision from the, from the power of the stone, the energy source that is a stone and still have him being kind of self-sustaining. But should we just yeah. didn't have the time to do it? So, oh, and clearly the people who are working on it at the moment don't have the ability to do that. But, you know, it makes you wonder if they will end up getting to the point where he is actually can be sustained via some kind of, some other kind of energy force he can tap into and become self-sustaining. I, I feel that probably the arc would be more interesting if he winds up being dead, though. You know, I mean, I think that would be better from a dramatic perspective. Although I don't want him to be because I love that character. Yeah, when they started doing the whole yeah. thing and they're talking about them you know bringing vision back to life and the and the guy is heading that up and that's why he's so interested on what's happening and wanting to get him back all that kind of fun stuff 
it made me start thinking because in like the second episode or the third episode, you saw that whole kind of like zombie version going on yeah. when he was talking to Wanda and she saw him in the way she saw Pietro with the three gunshots. Yeah. If that's what, if that's what they actually look like and she's peering through the reality or if that's just her mental capacity at the time of her depression and her, and her mourning the loss of these people. And yeah. that's what she's seeing and because they're standing in front of them. Front See, of them. at first I thought it was just, she was seeing what they really were behind the facade, but yeah. seeing vision outside of the hex and he didn't have the hole in his head. I think that's not there that Pietro really was pulled from the universe and this is vision rebuilt and she's just seeing the horrible things from her memory, but that's not the reality is they're, they're, they're done. They're, they're, they're back or they're, you know, not they're whole again. Yeah, me too. I, yeah, I think so too. All right. Well, we should wrap up. Casey's got to get out of here. Look at that wild hair. Look at him. Look at him. He is the, he is the complete boy band lumberjack man yes he is, uh, he uh, is. that's my COVID hair it, it was good <laughs> talking to y'all y'all take it easy guys take care right. brother we'll see you next week all right well let's, let's i guess we should probably wrap this up anyways and yeah, yeah sounds good now that now that alan's gone let's re, now that casey's gone let's really talk some shit about him <laughs> yeah like, he has a kickstarter <laughs> going as you go back at video child so mention that again <laughs> <laughs> you know what let's keep this on the air so so, so Sumner Casey I don't know if we told you this we might have told you this already but Casey has a Kickstarter going on yeah. with uh, a, a really great artist named Pete Woods out of your yeah. neck of the woods yeah and it's called Voodoo Child okay but they spelled it C-H-I-L-L-E which is fine Right. But it's C-H-I-L-L-A, which is fine, but it doesn't say child. It says chill. Yeah. But so me and but me and Johnny, Kate, we didn't really talk to Casey like we don't talk to Casey every day like this, right? So okay. most of it's done through messenger, right? Just yeah. how we talk to you a lot of time. Through some tort type of instant messaging, be it Discord or Facebook or whatever. So he's sending this all over and Johnny and I are talking about it. And me and Johnny literally voicely <laughs> if that's a word i can use verbally each other almost every day verbally there you go thank you yeah yeah and welcome. so we called it voodoo chili for like <laughs> a year and a half he's been saying we've been saying voodoo chili this thing is called voodoo chili and when we did episode when we did the second episode or maybe the no yeah the second episode of this wandavision thing that we've been doing every week Johnny and I are saying voodoo chili because that's what we're thinking. Casey's like, oh, you guys are messing with me. What are you talking about? It's voodoo child. And we're like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, like Jimi Hendrix, voodoo child. And I'm like, voodoo child? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, dude, it looks like voodoo chili. <laughs> and, I, and to me, it made sense. I'm like, it's voodoo chili, like, you know, eating crow. You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It made sense to me too. I'm like, oh, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was cool, man. And then, yeah, it was so funny. It was like, oh my god, it's it's Voodoo Child. Now we gotta really watch ourselves to make sure we say it right. So I'm has, has he amended the spelling? No, no, they're keeping what? it C I C H I L L E because Pete said he looked it up, and there is a variation of it. And it and well, chill and child, the way they're spelling it is is if you look it up, he said it it stands for Godhead. Yeah. So he was like, so he's like, it still kind of made sense and it sounded cool. So we kept it that way. Oh, interesting. 
Well, boys, on that interesting uh, voodoo child note, I I have had a great time talking to you and to to both of you, and to Casey about One Division Seven. I look forward to talking to you both about One Division Eight. Division Eight. One week we'll be back, and then after all this series is done, we will continue this with uh, Winter Soldier and the Falcon. Is it Winter Soldier Falcon. and the Falcon? Or is it Falcon and Winter Soldier? Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, Falcon, Falcon Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Keeping in alphabetical order, I guess. Uh, sure. <laughs> also, there we, we go, might yeah. want to just keep it rolling because there's there's in the in the off week there's a making of um, oh. one division which will probably go into it behind the scenes on a bunch of the decisions they made. So That'd it be- could be that we've got a half an hour conversation in that. I'm yep. sure. We I'm sure we can talk about half an hour for any, about anything, guys. Anything. Oh sure, yeah. Let's yeah. face it. At least half of this one wasn't about one division at all. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So so you know it's all good though. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, always. Do we want to do something like this for the Snyder Cut when it comes out? We can yeah. do for sure. We, we, can should do, do, for we sure. should do something I'm talking about afterwards, you know, because it's going to be, yeah. it's, kind of, it's kind of a big deal whether you're a fan of Snyder or not. It's a big deal. Do we watch it all together and do a reaction video? I'm kidding. That's four hours long. <laughs> four hours. <laughs> I, I was going to say yes, but apparently no. <laughs> can you imagine? We sit there and we all watch it on our own little devices as we're on a Zoom meeting. And have a four-hour reaction video to the Snyder Cut. (laughs) I bet you people would watch it, though. Oh, my God. (laughs) And with that, let's get out of here, guys. We're out. See you guys later. Oh, give you a little Mephisto. Take care, everybody. I'll see you both soon. See you all soon. See you soon, Casey. Take care. How do I stop this thing? Push stop? No, I'm like... Yeah, you, you press the record button again, don't you? And we're back. That's right. We are back. Back in the saddle again. Well, <laughs> I hope you guys really, really enjoyed that as much as we did making it for you. And if you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you got to go check out spoilerverse.com because at spoilerverse.com, we have a plethora. Plethora is such a, it's such a snobbish word. <laughs> I like it though. <laughs> It's, it's a good word. <laughs> we have an obscene amount of oh, interviews obscene. with amazing directors and artists of all walks of life and editors and writers. And, oh, my God, are you a lover of comic books like we are? And then there's so many, so many amazing people from the comic book world over at Spoilerverse.com. And I highly implore you to go there and check it out. Yeah, and while you're there, you can check out all the other podcasts on our network, like Bridges and Geekdoms and Funny Book Forensics and Haphazard Adventures and Nerds in the Crypt and so many more. Misery Point Radio. episodes all the time. Misery Point Radio has about a ton of great stuff out there. Go check all of them out. And check out all of the reviews and previews and articles we have going up every single day for you. Every day on Swillivers.com for you to check out, to read, and to love, and to like, and to comment. We have a store link. You want to help support the site? You do it two ways. One, go to our Patreon, which is just patreon.com slash country, or go to our store link in the middle of the site there and get a t-shirt, a face mask, a hoodie, something. Look fly as hell and help support the site when you do that because we get a dollar or two. And, you know, maybe you want to talk to us. If you do, you can do it obviously on all the socials, but if you go to scpod.us slash discord, you can join our public discord server and come chat with us all day long. I couldn't say it better myself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> There you, go. you just mouthed out a ton of information at once and really 
I hope you guys enjoy what you're hearing because we're, we're working our butts off to bring it to you. We are. We are. I guess there's only one left thing. One left thing? Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to go with it. There's only one left thing left to do. What's that? In an oceans of podcasts, we are Cthulhu. As Cthulhu compels you to do, open the mind. And... Even more.